Thanks for joining us for this special edition of the USU Career Studio podcast. We're excited to bring you 30 days of statewide, taking you to each and every corner of the state and helping you understand where Utah State is serving its students. Make sure to note that in each episode bio, we'll include a festive code that you can enter to win some USU swag. Each code is unique to the episode, so make sure to check out every episode. With that, let's get started. All right, Olivia, we have you back for one more time. Uh, and today we are talking about USU Orem. So I'd love to have you kick us off and just share what is one fun fact about the Orem location that students should know about? Yes. So my fun fact about the Orem Center is that it has a really, it's going to sound kind of silly, but it has like a very cozy family vibe. And I say this because it is a little bit smaller than our Salt Lake Center. And additionally, we don't have any programs at the Orem Center that aren't 100% online. I should say undergraduate programs. Um, So all of the students that come in are typically graduate students. And what that means for our undergraduate students that come in just to study is that they're kind of few and far between. Um, So our Orem Center staff has created a really fun bond with the undergraduate students that do come in. Um, And they have like they always have snacks and sodas and things like that set up outside in the lounge area that the students who are coming in really enjoy. And again, they have created just a really fun family feel that I think is really unique to the Orm Center just because of its size and due to the fact that the undergraduate students who are coming in are there exclusively to study. So with that, I would say that if you're an undergraduate student in Orem, come in and take advantage of that really personal, really almost, again, familial community that's available there. Yeah, I love that. And I I totally agree. Every time I go down there, like everybody is on a first name basis. I love the snack corner. Everybody got to love a good snack. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I love that fun fact. (laughs) Um, And as we think about programs, is there anything that comes to mind specifically for Orem? You know, when you think about a great program, what, what comes to mind? Yes, I love to talk about the special education program in Orem for a couple of different reasons. One, it's obviously 100% online. Like I said before, all the undergraduate programs in Orem are. So it works really well for a lot of students who need that flexibility. But then secondly, they have something called the OPTT program, which stands for Online Practical Teacher Training. And the big advantage to this program is if you are a special education teacher currently or a paraprofessional that's working in a school district, you're actually able to go through this program and do your student teaching in the school that you're currently working in, which if you go through other traditional educator programs, you have to do your student teaching in a different district completely. However, the OPTT program has gotten special permission to work within, like I said, your same school district in the classes that you're already teaching in. So if you are looking for a more seamless transition from um, where you currently are to getting your bachelor's degree in special education, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal choice for that. I love that. And I love how customized it is to supporting working students. We know a lot of our statewide students work. And so what a great way to use that experience and kind of transition smoothly into a degree. Love that tip. Um, All right. Well, Olivia, to close us out today, I would love to hear as you think back on maybe 18 year old Liv and maybe all of the thoughts running through your brain at that point in your life, what career advice would you give looking back now? 
Yes, I love this question. Um, I think that something that happens when you are turning 18 and graduating high school is everybody is kind of asking you the question of what do you want to do with your life? What kind of degree are you going to get? What jobs are you looking at? And it gets really intimidating and stressful and you kind of feel like you have to have all the answers. And so one, there's the cliche of you, of course, don't have to have it all figured out, which I would like to push. But then to kind of build on top of that, too, it's okay to turn the questions around on the people in your life as well. And when they're asking you these questions, I just turn the questions around and say, well, how did you decide where you wanted to be? And how did you decide what careers you wanted? And how did you get there? And what people did you use as mentors and leaders and things like that? Um, just because I think it can, again, just sometimes feel like you're getting grilled. And so turn the questions around and use it as a learning opportunity for yourself as well, instead of just feeling the pressure of making all of these decisions at 18. Oh my gosh. I've asked this question to so many people on our podcast, and this might be my favorite answer of all time for two reasons. <laughs> Number one, yes, I think most people feel incredibly overwhelmed and don't know whether you're a working professional or a high school student. Like most people don't know what they want to be when they grow up. Number two, you also redirect that question into one of the best ways that students can learn and get those answers for themselves, which is like informational interviewing. So I, I honestly like this, uh, we're going to take note of this and maybe like, I don't know, use this <laughs> in a future episode, but I seriously, I love this advice of like flip it on the person and create that opportunity to engage in an informational interview because they asked you the question. I love that goals. Yay. Good. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> uh, well, as always, Olive, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks, Marissa. Thank you.